0: Hey guys and welcome to episode 325 of the Startup Diary. I am Harrison Mudge and I'm with my co-host Adam Callow. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today.
1: And if you're new to the show, this is where we share what it's truly like to build a startup business. We've gone through bootstrapping, seed funding, and raised some venture capital and we make mistakes every single day. And we get on the mics to share our experiences to help you avoid making the same mistakes. Harry, there's a little bit of a different show today, isn't there?
0: It? Yeah, it's 40 degrees in the office, so we'll leaving <laughs> early. No, uh, so we actually do a podcast for Expert Trades, and that's essentially where we just update our community on the things that are happening at Expert Trades, verified platform that we've got, and all these all these cool shenanigans that we get up to. Uh, but something that's really been taking off is a show that we also do on the same podcast feed. It's called Men Talk. So we have three guys from our community. We've got Stephen Blair, Steve Smith, and Lee Woodgate that come on the mics. Uh, I think they've done three episodes in total now. Yep. So they come on and it's essentially a show all about mental health. Um, From from the man's point of view, that's kind of their niche. So apologies to any any ladies that are listening that it is sort of male focused, but obviously everyone can get value out of it and it's just like a it's just a super raw just conversation between the three and sometimes four people have had guests on as well now and yeah they just like open up and they explain how difficult it is obviously these guys are sole traders so they're they're going to work on a daily basis alone a lot of them are literally the only person in the business that is making the money for them to put food on the table and all the all these stresses that they deal with day to day. And it's just a real honest conversation about kind of the rough times that, they, some, that that we all go through, but sometimes don't feel like there's a place to necessarily speak about it, whether it's to somebody or just to kind of vent. Yeah, I could not be more proud of the work that those guys do. So they record a
1: show probably every two to three weeks and they put it onto the Expert Trades feed. The key thing for me about what they're working on is they've created this space, this community, where where men can feel safe to talk about stuff that they're not used to talking about, mainly their emotions. And there's, I can't remember the stat, but it might come up in the show actually around mental health and the impacts and then the suicide rate for men. It, I think it's the largest killer of men between something like 20 to 50 years old. Wow. Like there's an alarming stat out there. And these guys have created this, it's okay not to be okay. And if you saw the three guys, like one of them's a midget, but the other two, <laughs> and he listens to this. That's yeah. a technical term, I think. <laughs> um, and he's slow as well. Um, but the other two guys—they are—they are big men. Like they are the sort of guys that you would not traditionally think of as wearing their heart on the sleeve and being honest and speaking about their emotions. And I could not give more credit to all three of them for putting themselves on the mics, sharing their stories and really charging this forward because they've built a community in such a short space of time that is already making a huge impact to people's lives. If you jumped into the mentor group, and the reason I wanted to put this on our show, I I, I was invited on to be a guest. But the key thing is, is if you're in our community, I do strongly advise that you search for Mentalk on Facebook and take part in the group because people that listen to this show, you're probably in a job thinking about becoming an entrepreneur or you're an entrepreneur. And trust me, I know firsthand it's extremely lonely, especially if you're a solo founder, like it's okay not to be okay. So I want you to listen to this show and then hopefully this inspires you to at least have the confidence to speak out when things aren't going to plan because I promise you, when you build a small business, nothing goes to plan. You get punched in the face every single day and having the confidence to speak up about it will make a huge impact to your mental health and that has a huge impact to the rest of your life. So for me, we wanted to drop this show onto the Startup Diary, hoping that it inspires someone to take some action. And as always, we base all of our shows and what we do based on your feedback. So our mission is basically to give these guys the biggest platform they can to have a bigger voice. So I need to hear from you, our listeners, if this is something that you'd like to hear more of, because I think they'd make fantastic guests on this show to speak about this in a bit more detail. You guys might have your own stories that you want tackling, and you know that email address that you can fire in. And don't forget, it can always be kept anonymous. If you want a topic raised, simply fire it in to startupdiary at nbs.fm. Anyway... I hope you take something away from it. Enjoy.
2: Good afternoon, everyone. This is uh, Men Talk, episode three. I'm with the usual gang: Stephen, Blair, Lee Woodgate. How you doing, boys?
3: Hi guys. How hey, do you doing? How
2: you doing? We ain't got an elephant in the room today. We've Some, got. Uh, m- and another, another midget. <laughs> <laughs> what,
4: what, this what, one's what? bald and ugly. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> what can we call him? <laughs> Apart from that. Do your best
1: to be quiet here until you introduce <laughs> me. What's <laughs> <laughs> <me. laughs> the invite me down.
4: Does the My pressures with the ring on Lord of the Rings? What's his name? I'm
2: not going really to tell you answers This too. is a mental health podcast So yeah. we welcome, expert trade, CEO, main man, top dog, Adam Callow Welcome a- to Mental Absolute pleasure through. to be
1: here guys, to be Hi Adam,
3: how you doing? Not too bad mate, how are you? I'm alright mate, those things
1: Always busy, you know what it's like Glad to be here I guess I just want to open it up with uh, I ain't gonna, I'm not going to blow too much smoke while you're here But love the show Could not be more proud of what you guys are doing to, I'm not going to ramble on about that, but super, super no, proud. Say some more <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> I'm actually directing more on that side of the table. I like the fact you're sat next to me yeah. as well so I can actually have a conversation this is with a to- see, yeah. you. Have the <laughs> side.
3: Thank, thanks for that. Um, also, thank you for allowing us to use your platform yeah. when oh, we first yeah. first started this, this idea that we had. Um, probably if it wasn't for your support with you guys, it wouldn't be where it's at now and moving forward the it is, so thank yeah. you for that that's cool At least obviously we can do. the guys
2: behind the scenes like
3: Harry and, and stuff like that yeah exactly and
4: my girlfriend like Sarah
2: that. oh here we
1: go yeah. <laughs> edit Harry <laughs> Harry we're three minutes in <laughs> edit do not <laughs> that, Andy. if you want you keep your job son <laughs> yeah.
2: if you don't know we've got a bit of a running back well Lee and Adam have got a bit of a running back it's not really a contest Adam's no, faster than oh, Lee oh right, right, right. yeah. <laughs> well, I thought you've been saying about Adam all week <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So what have we been up to anyway, Stevie, <coughs>
3: um,
2: apart from
4: crashing your van,
3: Living the dream really, <laughs> as we always do. Um, I don't know, if it's been a bit tough last few weeks for I me, mean, I've just had bad luck after bad luck after bad luck, um, but I've just tried to stay positive, work through it, um, as opposed to what I've done years ago is probably just fucking have a meltdown, smash everything up and just think, forget everything, but people evolve, people learn different techniques and how they're going to cope with things. Um, also looking at the guys in the group as well, the Facebook group, looking at how they're coping with certain situations and you'll sort of take that away with you and try and use that to, to your advantage, see if it can help you.
2: 100%, yeah. Lee, how you doing?
4: Um, Pretty much the same as Steve, to be honest. It's, um, I'll, Yeah, the, the, I'll tell you what, this is the first time I've come up here and I feel a bit Crap. To be honest, I'm not going to lie. You know, I'm going to practice what I preach and say what how I really feel. But yeah, been a been a crap couple of weeks at home. Mm. So, works mental busy. Um, sort of started a new line of work. Well, not a new line of work, but more commercial rather than domestic. And uh, yeah, it's been been stressful. Like it's a new thing for me. A bit of a learning curve. And yeah, it hasn't been too great elsewhere. So. Yeah, but we're we're still here. We're still smiling. We're still breathing, and yeah, try and always look at the positives. Hundred percent. So
2: yeah. And with the guys in the group as well, like it just going from strength to strength in it. So we've picked up a few numbers. So I think we're over five hundred. So we'll call it. I did put a post out when we got to five hundred, and then we <laughs> lost a <the> couple. It's <laughs> like <laughs> four hundred and ninety-eight. Sure. Someone ruined
3: really our glory there, didn't they?
2: <laughs> she
4: had to change the meme we'd done to four nine eight
2: but like yeah the guys continue to like from strength to strengthen it so
4: yeah group to me for me has been unreal and like we said it last time there's some really sort of deep and sometimes quite dark posts as well which you know we we can only do so much we we are like we say just three normal guys and then the group is the same everyone in there is just normal we have got two therapists in there that sort of watch from afar but there's only so much we can do. So we yeah. will help the best we can and we sort of share ideas and share our feelings with each other and it does help. But then when you get to a certain point, you know, there is a pin post on there that, you know, if you're feeling that dark and that down, you need to be speaking to professionals.
3: But on the, on that subject, um, some, of them, some of them comments, the post that was posted, it was quite dark. I think it was great. Uh, all the people in that group responded to yeah, it pulled together yeah. straight away and they went above and beyond just talking on a Facebook group there's people that you know attract family members down contact the emergency services um, we're not about that but we just recognise that yeah
2: there's going to be moments where I think we need we will intervene in certain
3: situations if people aren't responding and stuff then we we will have a duty of care where we will yeah. sort of intervene and do our bit
2: i think that's extreme circumstances because i don't think we are an intervention service no. like mental was set up just to try and get people to speak just a platform it? but yeah like as and when we feel that you know it's obviously out of our control yeah, yeah. We will it's, then it's good though that call. you
3: look at there's other guys who are struggling but they've still gone above and beyond to I'm make above sure above somebody them. else is okay yeah definitely. They're, they're part of a group now it's like they're brothers you yeah. know what i mean they're all looking out for one another which is
1: so that's what we out to do it in the day 100% so, you know. I guess that's what you guys are doing like you've all got your own, you've all got your own things going on but you guys get value and like, move yourself forward by helping yeah. others so yeah, I think it's the same so. for just everyone else in the group like their way of probably dealing with some of this is sometimes by helping it's a someone reality else. check as yeah, well exactly. when you're having
3: a shit day and then you look on Facebook or yeah. you look on a group and someone else has had a shit day and you think you know what
1: I'm not a snowflake. A lot of
3: people are going through stuff yeah, too. Yeah, yeah.
4: exactly. And that's it's one of them that like, there's always someone worse off. And it's a horrible way of looking at things because you're like, oh, they're worse than me. So I need to snap out of it. But in a way, it does help because you're like, you know, people got like, there's a young boy who we tried to help via expert trades actually who's really not well. And like, I see his mum post every day, like what he's going through. And you just think, like you need to snap out of what you're feeling because that little boy who's two, three years old fighting what he's fighting day in, day out and he's still got a smile on his face.
1: I think that's like one extreme of it but I think even down to like the little things you do in your life like it's all this whole thing like look for positivity and find it and I don't want to sound too woo-woo but I used to be the guy that used to hate being stuck in traffic absolutely hate it but now I've got the mindset of like someone else is having a worse day than me like there's a crash down the road Someone else having a word exactly. Yeah, it's just just those little things that I I generally try and look for now, just to keep things like keep life in perspective a little bit better. Someone rang me the other day actually from the group, and um he said that he was having a
2: really shit couple of days, and I had posted a video recently on 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 the group about just what I'd been going through, and he said, "Don't take this wrong, but I actually thought to myself, actually, I ain't got it that bad." Like, mm-hmm. I need to snap out of it. And he said, I snapped out of it straight away. <laughs> so for me, like, obviously, we're suffering a little bit at the moment, but, like, that does make me feel good. Yeah, to, and to I've said it before. Degree, so. yep.
4: It's like therapy for me, like, helping yeah. others. I find the more I help people, it helps me more as well. So yeah. You so before a, we talk to the
2: main man, obviously you mentioned about the therapist. So Crystal come in and she dropped in a little video. Yeah. But then she's um, she's gone off to get she's married. Got married. she got married. Congratulations. Will Congratulations. Yeah. But it yeah, seems be, to... um It seemed to be okay received didn't it so it's saying that we're quite happy about um moving forward with where she's going to pop into the group and do like little workshops and stuff like that i'm quite excited by that actually yeah Yeah, we want
3: to get past just being a group where there's just memes and pictures posted we want to have more substance to us than that and there's more integrity and i think that people can benefit from being in the group not just talking to each other but get information and yeah you know, being able to interact with some professionals who've experienced certain things and got different techniques to cope with certain situations, that's, that's where we sort of want to move the group.
2: 100%. So, Adam Callow, over to you. <laughs> you yeah. kind of line me up and say, we've got <laughs> loads of questions <laughs> for you here, so yeah. you we're kind just, of put me on edge a little bit. You you like you are. Okay. So, uh-huh. first
1: off, for the ones that don't know you, just explain who you are, what you do. Oh. Um, okay. So, Adam Kello, uh, founder CEO of a, a company called Expert Trades. Um, we've been around for uh, six years now. We're trying to build the um, the largest community of trade specials in the UK um, and help them run a professional and profitable business. You can probably tell I've said that a few times, like, propped it out into, like, uh, pitch mode. Don't know song lyrics, Wait until to tomorrow for that. But. Um, in in short we're a we're a 13 person company now yeah. um just trying to help as many trade professionals as we can um so we've been doing that uh, we've got a couple of different ways that we do it um and the probably the most rewarding part of my job is spending time with the community um so super happy to be on the mics guys to be honest yeah brilliant mm. good to have
2: you so what's your um your take on men talk when off obviously approached you
1: yeah what, what you thought about it
2: and interested to know your, your possible journeys with your mental health and, oh. and the history that I don't know
1: why it's coming as a shock I'm like oh well, it's it's so, you know, you know, like, well to be honest in previous shows I'm like okay so I can probably just sit back a little bit and just chime in a little bit no, your uh, podcast like you are Mr
2: Podcast as well so you like no pressure's on me I'm not being funny mate if you demand the red carpet you're getting that carpet, <laughs> true, <mate.
1: laughs> um Okay, so like, I guess in, in terms of what I thought about men talking in the first place, um, the only thing that really comes to mind is just like brave like when when you guys first spoke about it, I thought because I know I know you all outside of the podcast, I've known you for a while. I thought if any if any characters can get on the mics, such different characters get on the mics actually make an impact. It was you three. Um, and I knew you'd do a great job. I kind of like had my fingers crossed behind my back for you in terms of like is this going to be received as well as it should be? Because it's so hard to get like a new message and change people's perceptions and get people to be vulnerable, which I think is a key word. Mm. Um, I thought like you guys could do some great work. And even if people like internally felt like it helped, but didn't like vocalize that, uh, then it wasn't going to get, it, it wouldn't become a movement and it needed to become like a movement with a community behind it um, to make other people feel safe. It couldn't just be three people talking about it um, because uh, it need, it need, always needs to be bigger than you guys. So I thought uh, amazing mission, um, loved it, love how honest and like the fact that you guys are just you on the mics. Um, and then to see the support and uh, you kind of just knew that when it went off. Like it went off. Like it went off with style, which was great. Um, and I think it was just such such an important topic. Um, that that even just me as like a small business owner, like you go through so many things as like a business owner that people just aren't aware of. They think, Oh, you're a trace professional. No, you're not a trace professional, like you're a dad. Okay, you're a son, like you're, you you've got to run the accounts you've got to go and do the beyond the tools like you've got so many responsibilities that i think people like overlook when they just think of oh you're a plumber you're not a plumber you've got loads of facets to your life mm. um and that's like really hard and through meeting loads of members of the community like we see the highs and lows of all the members and obviously we want to help as much as possible but i think what you guys are doing is really giving a voice to that um a, a much needed voice yeah love that
4: yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you're going to follow that that's so a wrap real- <laughs> yeah, that's <it>. so thanks <laughs> for listening uh, let's go for a <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> Jalali's. Um,
2: so Adam Kello like, as deep as this is I'm interested to know about your
4: can I ask before we get into you I'd like to because um, obviously you're business owner yep. and you've mentioned on a podcast before about a team member who struggled with his mental health Yep. and I'm just interested how it made you feel and then how you've approached that
1: at work. Yeah, so um, he won't mind me saying it because I know he's going to get on the mics in the future. Uh, and I have an enormous amount of love and respect for the guy. And he knows it. Um, so it's Matthew Ford in our team. And he's, blog- he's blogged about it. Um, so I'm like a first-time founder. so like a first-time business owner. Uh, and there's so much shit to deal with when you build a business. You don't think about stuff like this. Mm. Like no business owner is ever taught like, oh, by the way, there's different personalities that come into the team. I know that much. But to think that one of my team was like suffering with, whether it's mental health or depression or whatever it is, like we're never taught about it. All I used to do was come into the office and think some days you're a bit of a wanker, Matt. Like you just are, like I can't deal with you some days. You just bring me down a little Mm -hmm. bit. Until one day we just had it like, I was like, Matt, what's going on? Like, I don't understand what it is. It's like, I can't judge you sometimes. And I class myself as a really good judge of character. Uh, And then we just had an open frank conversation. And it hit me like a ton of bricks Mm -hmm. out of fear. I was like, what do I do? Like, mm-hmm. I have no idea what, how you meant to, like, I want to use air quotes on a podcast so it doesn't make a difference and I don't want to sound like th- it's a disease but it's like, how do you deal with someone that's going through that? That's it. So I don't know.
4: Got, like, you exactly. Know, yeah, I could thing Google thing certain thing. stuff like,
1: but you can't Google this because everyone's so unique. This is where someone is a snowflake because you have no idea what someone else is going through. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, it was like an absolute shock to the system but it also created a relationship between me and Matt that's probably deeper than most ones I have in the team because he's confided in you yeah exactly Exactly. it's
3: about listening to that person and realising what what their needs are isn't it and working together as a team to uh, this is how we're going to move forward from this
1: 100% it was one he could be vulnerable and be honest and for me that meant that he sees himself in the business for a long time like he's obviously going to say actually I can't I need, I need Adam to know what's going on mm-hmm. because he needs to know so he doesn't think I'm just coming in and being a dick, basically. Um, and you obviously trust you enough to tell you that, which yeah, is which I, which really good. Yeah, which yeah. I've made, made me feel personally good. Excellent. In terms of like, how, like moving forward, how you deal with that, it's no different to any other employee. Uh, it just means that uh, when, when I'm asking Matt something, I know that you're so hardworking and so committed to the company. If he's short with me, not to take it as personal as I would potentially with some other people. Yeah. And what it means is occasionally, if I feel like something's going on, I drop my line and saying, Are you okay Do you want to go for a walk? That's the only difference. Like, There's no real big change in terms of how you deal with that as an employer. It's just being aware and being empathetic. And don't get me wrong, sometimes you still have to have tough conversations. It cool. doesn't change yeah. that stuff. Yeah. But it just means that you see life from his perspective a little bit easier.
3: Mm-hmm. Oh, that's quite good the way you've handled that where you say you'll go for a walk with him because he may see that he doesn't want to get special treatment as well mm-hmm. and be singled out and people say oh, why does he get this and why does yeah. he get that That like everybody who's got an illness just wants to be normal yep. they exactly. just want to be treated equally so I think that's quite good that is rather than like publicly doing things if you don't know what yeah I mean well, Having I, I, like
4: Matt's you know <laughs> break where you know next yeah. like yeah, exactly. corner where he can just slip off and do what he likes for yeah. you know what and, I think it's a good way of doing and it
1: and I think just generally as a walk and it's not just for it's not Matt it's the whole team I think one thing that happens and if anyone employs anyone uh, I think get into that practice because what happens when you sit opposite someone it, like me and you sat opposite now like if we're having like oh can we have a meeting together whatever it is or uh, a, a review of where you work or let me know how it's going when you sit opposite someone it it always naturally feels a little bit confrontational, especially yeah, when yeah. you're in an office environment. A bit more awkward. A bit awkward, a bit formal. If you, if you go for a walk with someone, like, you're in a team. Like, you're side by side, you go for a walk, there's some fresh air. Like, you tend to open up a little bit more. So I'd, just, I'd recommend that to everyone. If you want to go and get the most out, so you want to get honest conversations, go for a walk. Yeah. It, just, it just changes that. It's good that. as well,
4: just, like, on the same sort of going for a walk sort of point, when I was training to be a plumber, the guy I worked for, last he, week? He used to, yeah, still, training. still learning now, ask the customers. But, um, I see you're Yeah, amazed. he used to say to me, so if he see I was getting stressed out and I was struggling with something, he'd send me to the shop and at first was like, I'm in the middle of something, he used to give me the hump and I learnt to think, he's doing that because you can see I'm struggling with a certain thing, it's getting me down, stressing me out. Yeah. Go and get me a Mars bar, come back, you clear your air for five minutes, come back, and then it's just like, bang, you can do that thing so much easier. Yeah, that's that's all it takes. And
1: and that's why I think the fact that you guys have created this community where people can speak up, I I remember listening to the podcast where you would like, I can't remember the the context of it, but you were having a conversation with someone and you would basically said to them, listen, if I sound like I'm coming across aggressively, I'm not, it's because of X, Y, and Z. Yeah. And I think that just reframes the whole conversation and it makes people... Just trust and open up to you a lot easier because it's like, oh, you're being real with me. I get it now. Yeah. And that's, I think,
3: for People me. People know what they're dealing with then. Exactly. It's sort of the unknown. If someone's shouting and bawling your face or getting all nervous or behaving out of out of character, you would think you already told them before that they've sort of got an no idea what they're dealing with and not thinking it's just an aggressive, just mm-hmm. an aggressive guy or so on and so forth. They treat you differently. They look at you differently. Um, show you a bit more respect, i our find as well, to be yep. honest with you.
1: and it's that, like, people know what they're dealing with. Like, the reason that I, sh- like, struggled to manage Matt before I knew was because I didn't know what was going on. Yeah. Uh, and it was a big learning curve for me, and don't get me wrong, like, it doesn't come up now because I know he knows, and I just give him a little bit more space because I trust and respect him. He's a manager in the company, he's an amazing manager. He gets the best out of people. There's no change to what his ability is, it just means that. If I come in and he's shorter with me than normal or got a face on or whatever it is, he's probably having a bad day. Mm. Well, tomorrow's a new day, as you would say. Too. It is what it is. Yeah,
2: it yeah. is we, what it is. I think we'd all agree, though, that Expert Trades is that unique. It's a unique environment, I mm. think. And I think you've created that environment that people can feel comfortable. That's what we want for like most businesses. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's a credit in itself. Because I'm pretty sure that most employees that work for you, if not all, I'm sure everyone's got a boss that they
4: couldn't go and speak to. Yeah, it would like a past boss where you think you was too scared to say anything to them Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, that iron fist rule, if you like. Whereas, like your approach is much better, open door policy. It's yeah. a cheesy phrase, but sometimes I like. it's not that
3: iron fist rule. It's just ignorance. <clears throat> it's just sheer ignorance. I find from some managers sometimes you approach people and they talk the talk that they've been told to
2: push yeah, exactly. out to
3: their, their, their staff and so forth when you actually approach them and say look I've got this issue look they don't understand it they've got no time for you and they just pass you on to the next person
2: I think that's a general consensus though in, in the world perhaps that if you haven't suffered when I hadn't suffered with mental health as much yeah. obviously our journey yeah. I didn't give it the respect I didn't really no, give didn't. it the respect that it deserves really. without a doubt but I agree like some managers are just fucking idiots it definitely helps they, if it. you've been through it yourself I mean. yeah 100%, 100%
3: it's the same as anything though you can't relate to it it? you can't relate to it fully until you've experienced something yourself
1: but I'm actually going to challenge that a little bit because I've just heard it. I was like at the point that I because I was a manager of like six people yeah uh, spoke to Matt he explained what he goes through I'd never experienced anything like that I just think probably managers overall and CEOs MDs whoever it is just needs to be a little bit more empathetic like Mm, I agree people people are people like if Mm. if you don't class your people as a team like a good leader stands at the front and motivates his team to go and support him and trust him to to do the best work like you just need to be a bit more empathetic and understand that people have their own shit they're dealing with like uh i don't want to say that it's going off the script or they're just ignorant i think too many people are probably scared to have the conversation because they don't know what to say When the truth is, you don't have to say anything is Mm -hmm. what I've learned. You just need to be, thanks for telling me. And then you can go away and process it. It's like, okay, so when this happens or he's got that attitude on, I'll just, I now understand it's going. I was actually having a chat with one of our, so we've got a a relationship with Monument Tools, a guy called Jamie Fisher, and he was over in the States last week. And he said that he went to this talk and in the office, there's a traffic light system in the office. And it's basically red, amber, green. Like red is on a really fucking shit day. Amber is, I'm okay, but One things niche. are going on. Mm-hmm. Green is like happy. And it's there's now, there's now two. It's like personal and work. and It's on people's desk and visual because their MD cares about mental health as much as anything. So it's actually, if someone is having a bad day at work, there's so many like internal conflictions that can happen. But if you know, it's like, oh, he's having a bad day. And it's just that that's all that mental health is for me when I'm managing someone it's like if I know you're a bit more understanding I'm a bit more understanding simple as that for me that's I'll an
3: amazing system that's that oh, a good system it, mate because yeah. that can also pick up processes that are wrong in the, in the workplace okay. if someone's pressing red on work every day every yeah, day every day uh, uh, and there's till more till than one yeah, so exactly you've got well, to why, why are they so client. depressed at work it's a great yeah. system great to be system. fair there's a guy who trains in my gym and he works for one of the biggest drink suppliers in this country and he's I think he's a he's a director there and I was talking to him about mental health in his workplace and I said, well, it must have a massive impact on your company when people go off. He said, we don't have a lot off, really. I went, you don't have a lot of people off, like sick with stress and stuff like that. I went, nah. I went well, how have you managed that? He said, every manager, every local manager is trained in mindfulness. And I just thought, so yeah. your company's taken notice. <laughs> They've worked out that people going off with stress cost them massively mm. well, that's the financially. <laughs> Um, and time wise yeah. it's, it's a massive impact on any business and some of them things could have been avoided sometimes if there had just been that conversation there have been a bit of leeway with time and understanding that personal life's not good at the minute mm-hmm. or so on and so forth but I find as corporations and companies grow the, the less they care about the employees. That's yeah, I, I
1: could rant about. I could go off on a rant. I I will do a little rant. Like the thing that annoys me most about most businesses is they like hire someone and pay them just enough so they don't quit. Yeah. And then the employee goes to work and does just enough work so they don't get fired. Mm. Like most businesses yeah. are the How worst sort of like yeah that. And it's like and even if you just say take all empathy and take all emotion out of it, it just makes good business sense to care about someone yeah. because you get the most out of them. Yeah. Simple as that. But
4: that's as simple as, like that's what I have going a little bit off the work thing, but even if you look at football managers, the ones who are a bit more, like I, the way I used to run my kids team, for example, like my kids would have done anything for me. Mm-hmm. Whereas, if you look at the team my son's at now, he's a, a licensed coach, he's managed professionally, but I don't think them kids would run for a wall for him. Do you know what I mean and it's the same thing in a, if yep. you take it from a kid's level to a management level like it's the same if I like someone and he cares about me I care more about him and his company as well if yep. he just treats you like crap all day he would be like what, oh, fuck off mate you know what I mean? yeah, I'm exactly. going to go and sleep in a shed for two hours. yeah, yeah I mean. worked
3: for a company a big gas company before and the one manager I got on with him on a personal level
4: yeah if they look after you look but he asked them.
3: me if he asked me to do something it was always in a, on a shitty sort of way I and mean, I never never done it if you know what I mean and the other guy at the company, one of the technicians, I'd go above and beyond to do anything for him. And I think they proved it unbeknownst to me one day in the office. One of them phoned me and phoned me, Oh, I need, I need you to do this tonight for me, mate. And I was like, oh, I'm busy tonight. I can't. I feel like you haven't helped me out recently and things have been tough, so I'm not prepared to help you out. think about it, an hour later, the technician phoned me to ask me the same question. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it for you. No problem. Mm. No problem to hold that for you. Consider it done. And they went to that conversation in the office about it, saying, Well, how did he do that for you and not for you? He said, Because I talk to him differently. Mm. I treat him with a little bit more respect than you do. He said, And I know he's, not everybody is the same. Mm-hmm. You're not going to get the same response and the same effort from everybody talking to everybody the same. Everybody needs to be spoken to differently. It's so but,
1: basic, but, though, uh, isn't it? Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think I think if you're in a company and you listen to this as well, there is a responsibility on you. Yeah. Because, like, I'm not a mind I've got staff, I'm not a mind reader like I should go and speak but the thing that I love about what you guys are doing is you're giving people confidence to speak up like that's the thing like that's i would probably say that's the thing that I'm like most proud of to be associated with with mental is you're giving people the confidence to say listen I'm like I think I'm if you believe
3: in something and you believe that's true and it's the right thing to do you should stand up and speak about it, follow your dreams. It's really hard. No matter what the odds are stacked against you and how many people are standing behind you, if you believe in that.
1: But we're a, like, for us, like we're a young team. Yep. And like for someone to come in straight out of uni, like they're, they're like, got to be on their A game, got to perform, got to deliver. Like it's so hard to go to your boss and then like, talk about emotions. Mm. Like, because they just think, like he's not going to put up with me, he's going to mm. fire me, I'm not delivering it's so hard and I, I don't want to go and like support like the snowflake generation and that's not the reason they're called snowflakes like but the problem is right now is that <coughs> we're not, like there's the whole thing around social like we've, we as a, as a as a generation a generation younger than me we find it really hard to speak up I think your generation, in terms of where you're at, you've probably got to the point. You, you sniggered when I said your generation. I just
3: feel, I was just thinking that. Our and your. No, no, like I'm in the middle.
1: There's one. would you think the, we were born in a Victorian time. <laughs> I don't there's, know he looks like he might be. I, I would say, <laughs> like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like in the middle, I would say. Like, yeah. Well, that's what we've had this how, conversation how, before. How, that's how, Chris, how old are you? 33. You?
3: 37. 38. Yeah, okay we
1: all look you wouldn't, think there, was, you wouldn't <laughs>
3: think there was months in between me and him, would you you could tell we've all run our
1: own business so. <laughs> but, but I think what happens is when once okay we're not going to say the generational thing but once you've been around the block a few times mm. you just start to give less of a shit about what other people think I think it's just a
2: different word for generational
4: but in a way the thing that bugs me with um, this generation like I find people achieve things to show other people they don't achieve them for themselves so everything they do goes online. Mm-hmm. Whereas before, like how i was, if I want to achieve something, I do it, and it makes me feel good. Yeah. But then you'll find, no matter what people do these days, it goes online, and they're looking for other people's approval for it. Whereas they, it should mean more to you yourself. Yeah, I agree. And, and they can't even have telephone conversations. It's all text and WhatsApp and all that, and no one picks up the phone anymore. Do you know what I mean? It's like that's the thing. I would say
1: that's. I would say that's the. That's probably not the root cause of it. I think the root cause of it right now is. That people are doing stuff. The people that post the photo and like just try and make it look Instagram perfect and then post it. The real negative effect that that takes that that happens is other people that follow that account think that life is perfect. Why why is mine not like that?
4: Well, you get everyone's best three minutes. it's yeah. The yeah. saying you like exactly. So yeah, you get everyone's best
1: three minutes. And
4: it was actually one we talked about doing before. Is posting the worst three minutes of my day. And just trying it and just see how it works. Well, I haven't actually done it yet, but like just posting something shit that's happened f- for the day, rather than posting, you, you know, have, you like your kid's got a good school report. It every hour, it's <laughs> <where things laughs> get worse throughout the day. My, um, my newsfeed would just be chockered with bad shit. I'd be shit. posting <laughs> multiples
3: of three. yesterday
4: be. <laughs> but it's like you get, say, for example, <clears> your kid gets a good school report, so you say how proud you are on, on your Facebook account. What about like Archie got detention last week? Weren't his fault. Never is you know but (laughs) I could put that on there and say my son's come home again and he's got another detention or he's been in a fight at school something instead of saying about how he scored at football today or you know like post a negative instead you know what I mean say post a great review from a customer why not post a shit review got plenty where we've had a leak (laughs) do you know well that's the thing I've got a few negative reviews on my checker trade. out of 150 I've probably got 9 that a one star. You're you're I don't hide from mate. it. They're going to go to
2: page six. Exactly, gonna-
4: yeah. They're going, <laughs> up, I'm on page six at Check Trade at <laughs> the moment. I asked him to write. What in your area? I put a new review on two days ago because they give you the spiel about. Don't line me up for this. I could lie. No, I'm I'm telling you, me, I, 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 every time I speak to him, they say, oh, How are you finding it? And I'm like, I hate this it. crap. It doesn't work. I'm never page one. I've got decorators above me in my area. I've got people from <laughs> 30, 40 miles away. And they're like, I've they feedback for five weeks. It's so, all right. Then, put fresh feedback on. I'm now page six. If you put plan where in my town, I'm page six. I'm not in I've sent it. snotty not email at one o'clock this morning. There's
3: right, your. Uh, oh, That's he was late like, then today. <laughs> <He was laughs> up till one o'clock past your bedtime.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard this social media one though, isn't it? Because like I say, a lot of negatives about it with like my kids and stuff like that. But I use it constantly. Yeah, me too. And like, I we do. use it for this platform for mentors.
4: It's got reviews. some great yeah, parts of it. You yeah, have yeah, I take I hate a lot is, of like, it
3: with a pinch of salt, though. Yeah. and of the course, younger, the younger yeah. generation are too naive to see through what's well, the truth of and what's fake c-
4: but you look at them they've got they're posting up their, their 19 plate Merc or something and you notice on strap they they work in a warehouse somewhere and they're, you find that up to their eyeballs and you know that's fine if that's what they want I know a plasterer that bought a Ferrari but he didn't own his house do you know what I mean so like for me I'd rather own a house than a Ferrari but that's all he wanted in life worked his nuts off and bought himself a Ferrari and I think Fair play if that's what you want to do, but it's just people that there's a lot of people living a lie. But then
1: people look at it's not it the lie. It's a lot of people living their life to impress other people.
4: That's what I said at the start. Like yeah. they put things on there, they buy stuff to impress other people. It's not for themselves. They buy it so they can sit in an, in traffic in a ninety grand car for two hours a day. What's the point? Like you know. But that's what they want, and that's yeah. what their goal is. So I yep. think everyone's got different goals. Who am I to say that? Their goals worse than mine, whatever. But it just this whole social, even the whole posting your dinner every day and tagging yourself where you are every time. It's like fucking no one cares. You know what I mean? I like, know
2: oh, you had chili last night. I didn't
4: have chili last night. <laughs> I was trying right. to work out where I had then.
2: Oh no, that was you, Steve. Yeah, yeah, sorry, that
4: was me. You no, know, I had um, Thai for lunch and no dinner. Fair so, <laughs> What was Fitbit. her name? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've gone right off tangent here. So i tried to keep it off tangent for as long as I could have.
1: So we're out of time
2: now, guys. Tune Come in, in then, next Coming in, Adam Callow. What do you want, I'm, I'm interested to know your story. Yeah. What do you want I, to know? I want to go personal. Ask me. What do you want to know? Mental health. Obviously, we know what, you. Yeah, what do you
4: mean? Is there anything or you struggle illness. with yourself? Yeah, what do you struggle with? you get with? up every day and is there something
1: that bugs you regularly? Um... So I'd say last year, we'll start with that, is self-doubt kicks in a lot. Uh, and I think that's because in my head, I'm like, I'm just a boy from Swad, And we're, we're kind of building something here and I'm like managing people first time. Uh, like, so there's something called like imposter syndrome, which is like, when you're doing something new, you don't feel like you should be doing it. Um, so self-doubt kicks in a lot, but I think that just kicks in with everyone. I would probably say the biggest thing where I've struggled in the last 12 months, I lost my dad in Jan. Um. Oh, <laughs> there we go. Um. And that just like reset my expectations about what I care about because. <clears throat> give me a sec. A um, no,
3: it's
1: a- I think. I think the thing. So. Lost my dad in Jan and. Just kind of went back to work the next day because that's how I dealt with it. So I haven't really dealt with it yet, and I've only just noticed that in the last sort of like four to six weeks. The my wife actually picked picked that up. Uh, and that's not really a, a, I would wouldn't say a mental health thing. That's like a life event. But what it, what's happened since then is it's made me really doubt what I want. So I'd say the, probably the like my journey right now is feeling just lost, but but feeling the need to let everyone know that everything's okay all the time. Like I get my kicks if you want to say. or I, I what I get up for is to make an impact. That's my word. Like I want to make I want to make as much impact as possible. Um, so I've sort of like. I'm the worst at just having a happy face all the time everything's okay all the time
3: do you think you've been the strong one for your family though and people have looked up to you as a strong and now you've got that image you feel like you can't let people down as well like i've got to remain strong through this do you feel there's any of that to it
1: uh i'd say like a hundred percent but even
4: not for your family your company because everyone looks to you as Mr. Expert Trade yeah. do you know what I mean well, if yeah, the company the, the community down, you know, the brands that we work exactly. with exactly
1: like I think that's probably A lot of people depend on you to be yeah. fair so. uh, and, and people that listen like everyone's got like responsibilities I think probably the biggest thing that I'm struggling with right now is like how do you take time for yourself without it impacting everything around you
4: the thing I've always said this to anybody if your business can't survive without you Mm -hmm. your business is not a business you know and even like there's a couple of people in the gas group if you're a sole trader you you don't run a business i don't necessarily think that but if the same business your size Mm -hmm. if it depends solely on you to make money then it is struggling in my opinion there should be systems in place so that it doesn't solely rely on you to go and win the work and i don't i think in a way it wouldn't struggle if you just took five minutes for yourself mm-hmm. or took a day a week for yourself where you just sat back spent some time with your boys or whatever else I, I, but think, I think the problem is, is I like, you, I like as you're just as a control, control that's the problem
1: no I, I use I use I use work as an escape I love my job like it's an escape yeah. I don't yeah, because I when I'm at, when I'm at work I don't I don't have to think about anything else mm. because it's like is it work,
3: work or accomplishment
1: oh um, that's a great question yeah. because
3: I go to work a lot and I don't I couldn't, you know, I can be having a bad day and I'll just go to work. I don't particularly want to be at work. I don't enjoy doing what I'm doing, but afterwards I feel like I've accomplished something. So for me, it's rare I stay in bed late in the morning. I'm up five o'clock, six o'clock at night. For staying stay in bed till late, I feel like I've wasted some of the day. And then I'll be in a bad mood. That puts me in a bad mood because I feel like I've wasted something and I've not accomplished something. So for me, I was trying to do something. If I've had a bad day in the afternoon, I'll try and turn it around somewhere and say, I've accomplished something now. So sometimes I'll think, is it down to accomplishment? You enjoy the accomplishing things or is it, is it actually work?
1: So I'm, I'm seeing a, um, a performance coach right now for the business because yep. his class is a performance coach because it was meant to just about business, but it's gone off tangent into like personal life. Yep. Um, and the thing that he's highlighted with me is I've like I, I'm 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 super motivated. Like I just I just want to be successful, but well, I've never really understood what like success looks like. Mm. So I would probably say right now where I'm at to, to answer your question whether it's like accomplishment. I don't know. I use it. I I wake up sometimes on just like autopilot, and it's just escapism for me. It's. So what? That's the thing. It's a good question. It's a hard question for a lot it's a really
4: of people. Hard one. But what is success to you?
3: I was just about When do you stop? When the exact is enough? No, it?
4: And we all know what your your current goal is. we verified. Yeah. Once that say that gets to number one. Yep. Is that enough for you then? Or, or
1: uh, well just if I go if I you just, make if yourself I, a new goal. Let me let me just step aside. That that's how I used to think. Uh, and like you kind of if you if you imagine like seven empty glasses on the table so there's like seven pillars this is through the coaching that i've been going through there's like seven pillars to my life that i care about and that's all around like kids family um health wealth um i can't remember them all um fitness there's loads of there's seven stuff um and it's what i've originally done and what most people do they go okay i'm gonna make this i'm gonna fill this glass up <clears throat> Uh, and what will happen is I'll fill that glass up to the point that it's brimming and then it will fill the rest of them up for me and that that was all that was my mentality I'll make the business as successful as possible because then it will allow me to enjoy other parts of my life the thing Thing that I've learned is it's a load of bullshit Mm -hmm. Um, and if anyone out there is a dad or ever plans to be a dad go and read a book called The 60 Minute Father it takes 60 minutes to read okay that changed my whole perspective and there's a a line in there and this is that performance coach because he kind of dug in he was like Adam, you talk about everything around impacting family. However, when you look at your calendar, cause I'm like obsessed with my calendar, like you've seen it and it's like, how much time are you spending with your kids? Mm. And I was given a bullshit answer. She was like, no, but how much time are you spend with your kids? Like quality time. So we went into that. But what the th- there was a thing in the 60 minute father, which was like, when your kids get to 22 years old or 37 years old or 46 years old, and you could have provided them with a new car on their 18th birthday. Or you could have been there every Saturday football game, what do you think they're gonna value most? Exactly. But we never think of it like that. Mm. We always think I'm working to provide opportunity, da da, 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 da.
4: That's again a thing we go back to generations. We're raised as men to be providers. Yep. Yeah.
1: And but all our kids want is their dad. But, but I never but I never once connected that dot because my dad was so he was an entrepreneur he was a wheelie dealer. But did
4: you, was you? Did you grow up with your dad? Yeah, I grew up with my dad. Yeah, so. uh, he was
1: a businessman. <laughs> like my, it, it was everything from a businessman to a crook, and it, it was the nicest possible way. Like mm. he would always find a way. Bit to of make a Dell food. boy. Bit of a del boy yeah. would never hurt anyone, but would earn some cash. Lot mm. like just was there. And I remember the thing that sticks with me more than anything. It's the thing that sort of rocked my world. Was. I was always trying to meet my dad. And it was never about finances. That's never been a measure of success for me. But it's always been about impact like how many, how many members of the community like how many yeah. like what well, even down to the website stuff like because we see it as like we're helping people. Um the team growing that and bringing them to the offices and seeing that. And then one day it was like I don't know, November last year. We're at the park in Swad and we're at the park. He's got his two dogs and um hmm. and uh I'm there we've, we've just closed a big contract like the partner just renewed with us it was like meaningful for us as I was talking to him I realised he's fucking ignoring me like I'm just I'm talking at him and he's there watching my two boys mm. play with his two dogs and he looks at me and he's like I'm really proud of you
3: it's admiration
1: but I always thought my dad measured it in terms of business because he was a businessman so all I ever saw he was not he was caring, but he was never, like, care, like, could, like, yeah. yeah. he was always caring in his own way, is the way I'll put it. And I always thought, the way that I make my dad proud is by being successful.
3: But what is success? He's proud of
1: you being a dad. And I he looked loose. at my kids and was just like, I'm proud of you. And that, for me, was like a light switch. And then, like, six weeks later, we lose him. And, like, from then, it's just been a bit of a roller coaster.
2: The little G's, your boys as well. Yeah, man. Proper
1: little G's. <laughs> yeah, I, I, we, had, we had a team meal, um, I don't know, like a year ago. And I, I remember like, uh, so the boys came to it and one of them was sat on Harry's lap um, and uh, I was like, Harry, you better be nice. You're going to work for him one day.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
4: so is it for you now, you, you're thinking maybe you need to be spend more time with your boys? Is
1: that what you're saying? Yes, but that's an easy answer. Um, like what I'm trying to do now
3: is that's a perfect world Yeah, being able to just take your foot off the gas Yeah, you, everybody's now, got worries and problems me, in their life you've got to you've got to sort out if that's going to impact on your kids lives as well but number one is being there with your family being there with your kids and stuff but it's contradict like it's hard no no it's but hard. for me
1: like what, what makes me and this sounds selfish I, I get that <clears throat> But what makes me happy? I'm an entrepreneur. Like I just am. I love building a business. Like just. So you, I think everyone that listens has to be that self-aware because what my kids don't want is a miserable fucking dad. Yeah. They don't want me it's to the be. the oxygen mask
4: analogy, isn't it? Exactly. But you've got to help yourself Yeah. You're, out, on a, you're on an
1: airplane. Put your own air mask on first, then help others. And that sounds selfish, and I get it. But I could. Let's just say you go. Actually, kids first. I go. I go on a trip, and I'm like, kids first. I'm gonna go and get a nine to five. Fuck it. Gonna go and do that. My kids would have a very, very unhappy dad seven days a week and no one wants that. My wife wouldn't want to be around me, problems happen. So it's having that balance of like what matters across all these glasses, like what does success look like and it's trying to decide what success looks like and most importantly, what you're prepared to give up and what you're not. So the thing I've always loved about you, Lee, and I've got the card from your boys still through there <laughs> and it like, it's just a reminder, is I've always respected the fact that you just put time aside and nothing will move that. So then I, off the back of that, then took my kids to football and a bit of rugby. Like I'm trying to learn those things to do, but that's that's like a, in my head, like a short-term thing. What I'm really trying to work on right now is like what, it's a really big, like what does success look like in different parts of my life? Because you can't just work out success for the business because yes, I could come in seven days a week and grow expert trades bigger and faster, but what am I sacrificing on the side of it? Mm-hmm. And not just now, like what am I prepared to give up that's going to, it's going to impact my kids in the next 3, 5, 10, 20, 30 years' time. So I'm just trying to, like, work that out. I'm trying to, like... So
4: you know like like- young worked out... Because, obviously, the way I see it is I went self-employed quite early when my boys were young because I knew it meant I could see them more. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? I, I, I said it on the first podcast. I didn't want to do it to become rich. It was the freedom. Mm-hmm. So, like, I see people working seven days a week and earning silly money, which is great, but I'm happy... We've had enough to give me the life I need and the life I want. Do you know what I mean? And I'm a little bit behind my mates, if you like. Like, A couple of my pounds are absolutely caked. And they have really, to be fair, they ain't had to sacrifice a lot for it. Do you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? They've just worked hard, had a bit of luck, and they're doing very well sort of thing. Whereas I will take a negative review to not go and do a job if it meant I was at home with my son sitting on my lap mm-hmm. do you know what I mean and I'd rather watch the most bold pr- program in the world but it's that little time that you'll miss when it matters most when they get to a certain age you look back and think I'd give
1: anything to just be sitting on the sofa with my kid now yeah when they, when they still want you because by yeah, the time it, they're older they don't
4: like, want you I, I'm the worst for it I've I, I probably see my mum once a month at most and it's not because I don't love her I don't get on with her I'm just so wrapped up in my own life and my own kids it's like I don't see her as much as I should and my dad's even less and mm. that's the thing and I like I look at that and I think that must feel horrible for her and I don't mean any malice in it whatsoever it's just again every spare minute I've got not every spare minute but I try and spend as much time as I can with me boys mm. do you know what I mean and, that's, and like this job to be fair is taken a big chunk of that away at the minute Like I'm, and I'm lucky that the football season ain't on because I've had to work weekends I've, I've done late nights I've worked through the night I've done things like which is something I haven't done for years because I haven't needed to and the only reason I'm doing it now again because I'm sort of in the same boat as you where I not, I've not i really got a graph for this next 12 months to build something to then be able to take the foot off again mm-hmm. because then I can have people working for me on a site where I haven't got to worry about finding 10 different calls from a day it's on a site for 6 months you know where they are you know what you're earning and then I can be if you like off the tools 3 days a week or 2 days a yeah, week yeah makes and sense that's, you know it's, I've gone full circle again if you like and where it's I'm back to the grindstone again, really hitting
1: it. But with a bit of self-awareness about the time frame, what you're going to do, like my, my biggest fear is that I wake up and I'm 40 and I have an extremely successful business and no memories with my boys.
4: And your kids, like I've said it before, if I sit in the pub with my dad, we will struggle to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. And like, But I, I hate that. I just think, you're just another bloke. I can talk to anyone, if you like. I can sit here and talk for hours. But it's like there's a block with us yep. and I don't know if it's him as well when he do not know what to say and like don't you know, we'll have a few beers and we at out a pie we end up to be fair you get half cut and we have, we'd have a laugh and I'll get on really well with him when I see him but there's just something yep. there uh-huh. I couldn't sit with him have a cup of tea and have a full blown half hour chat
1: can I ask a question because one thing that I never did last year um, and then sort of trying to practice what you guys preach my wife would ask me like how's today gone and it was always great it was always good oh it's all good Da-da-da. it was always like a passing comment only in the last six months has it been, I I would now message my wife in the middle of the day and I'm like, really shit meeting, you got five minutes could do with a chat. And that sounds like basic, like, but how do you guys deal with that? Like, do you speak to your partners about when you've got a good day, bad day? Do they ask you, how do you answer? Because that's that's genuinely, don't get me wrong, like everyone knows, you know, like my wife, sorry is my everything. Yeah. But just because I say that, like, I haven't got her involved in the circle. Like, I run this business. I'm the CEO. And I'm the person at the top. There's not two or three founders of this company. Super fucking lonely. Mm. And it just is. And you, like, most sole traders out there, there's 780,000 sole traders in the UK. That's 780,000 people that go to work and their best friend is a Makita radio. Like, they're on their own. They don't have anyone to talk to. And I never used to speak to anyone. But now I speak to my wife. I feel so much better. Like, really? How do you guys deal with it? Like, I don't. So, I definitely
2: don't speak to, to
1: my partner. Who do you speak to, like when you're having a bad day? <laughs> it brings me <laughs> <you> <laughs> right? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, <laughs> to be fair yeah, now, I'm, I'm, I'm teeing this up because it kind of like that's what men talk is. I try yeah. and
3: talk to Kes sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes she'll understand, sometimes she doesn't, but it's the times she doesn't that In makes good, your yeah. day fucking yeah. even worse no and so. infuriates. But that comes back down to sometimes you can't help people unless you know what they're going through. We experience it so. If you're not in a working environment, understanding what's going on day-to-day mm. working, then you can't really relate to someone saying, I've had a bad day. Mm. They just think sometimes, no disrespect to them, but being stuck in the traffic on the way back from the school run sometimes is a bad day to them. Mm. When yeah. you've got cost you a shitload of money and things are going wrong and the customer's talking to you like shit and then you've had a puncher and everything just builds up and yeah. builds up until you feel like you're about to explode. And then sometimes you can find your partner and she'll, oh, what did this, What did that, What did this or you find your mates and they'll just take the piss out of you and you end up laughing about it thinking actually it's not that bad after all you know yeah. what yeah. I mean but I, th- I think serious. from the
1: partner side is like it's uh,
3: it's better if your partner No, even if is they don't. There.
1: yeah even if they don't know or uh, they don't know the inside of what you do because there's a lot of stuff that I do that she hasn't got a clue about she looks after like verified she's starting yep. to look after other stuff in the business now but what's weird is she's starting to look after other stuff because when I started to speak to her about stuff she didn't have a clue like mm-hmm. about the stuff but it's the same as like a kid they don't have a clue uh, they look at you with no emotion and sometimes that but like, then over time they learn more and then all of a sudden you start they're like oh sorry I know that customer's really bad for you I mm. know you're going to that customer today and you don't enjoy those meetings like how was it today as they learn more you sort of like get better conversations and you get like a better sounding board over time I think it, it, I've always it takes thought time one
4: thing would help is if my missus I've always spoke about her doing my diary and answering the phone yep and it's taking the time to sort of teach her to do it well, I think if she'd done that, it would be so much better for both of us mm-hmm. because then she'd see some of the shit I deal with, and I don't have, then have to deal with some of the shit because she can speak to him. Yeah, and sharing the load. Exactly, and it's like I don't. To be fair, I don't think it'll ever happen now. I don't think it needs to in a way, but I've always thought if she was a little bit more involved and I let her into it a bit more, then it, the home life would probably been a little bit better because of it.
1: I, I, I guess the, the the reason I raise it, I guess the point that I want to make is. It's absolutely amazing that you guys have created this community for people to talk. I think what people need to do when they listen to this is like use those skills to go and learn it's okay to speak to your boss if there's a problem. Like it's okay to speak to your wife. Regardless if it's a tough conversation, like whatever it is. Because what you end up doing is like what what I've done for a few years, which is just like everything's fine. Mm. And then you go and sit in a car park and you're like, what the fuck am I doing? Mm -hmm. Like I am so fucking confused, scared. I've got... 10, 11, 12 people's salaries to pay and it's all on my shoulders and that contract might not come off. I'm fucked. Like all that stuff. And it's like no one to share that with. Mm. It's really hard. So I think everything that you guys preach in the group and the stuff that I've seen some posts in there and it's like, wow, that was like imp- brave. I want to say that's brave to share that. But don't just share it in the group. Take the skills that you guys are helping people learn to go yeah. and implement it in other parts of your life. Yep. Because otherwise everyone else is just going to see that mask and the only time you become yourself is in the Mentor Facebook group. Like right? the big power that you guys do is by teaching people skills that they should then go and roll out Sweet. into bigger parts of their life. How did
4: you pick up on that, to be fair, because um, even I rang you—was it Tuesday or Monday—to make it, sure I was going to be here. Yeah. yeah. No, and the thing is, you could tell something was up with me. Yeah. And You was like, "Come on, tell me what's the matter." And normally I'd have said, "Ah, no, no, nothing." And I didn't. And I told you what was wrong, didn't I? Yeah. And not obviously, I won't sit on here, but. That, for me, you just, like, from you saying that, it's sort of, I must be learning to speak to other people about it and not just hold on to it, do you know what I mean? Like, it's better to speak. And to be fair, like, me and Steve will will speak probably six, seven times a day, do you know what I mean? And it's, it's not always crap, it's just nonsense in yeah. it sometimes yeah that's it like and he's been on his bike ride he's done 22 miles and i've got water pissing out and i'm like <laughs> you know what steve i'll bring it back mate like you know what i mean but it's like it's nice having that confidant but yep. it doesn't have to just be one person huh. like and i've found from this like you say mental is people want to listen people do care and like people want to help if they can so like you say don't need to just be your missus go and speak to anyone, but have the conversation it's with a somebody. skill it's, it's, a, it's a skill learn you, it's, it's a good. skill you've got to learn 100%. don't be the hard man no, and say ah, nothing and it's, go home and be a dick
1: mainly because like it's so tiring wearing a mask mm. it's a skill that you guys are teaching people and that's why that's why I hugely hugely respect because it takes people to be brave and do it
4: good man that was a moment
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> on a social one on a quick change of subject Vanioki Vanioki
4: <laughs> Who's doing it tomorrow?
2: So sorry, <laughs> <back, back>, <laughs> to Adam Kelly. <Callow. laughs> What's funny? I literally <laughs> haven't slept all week. <laughs> no, <laughs> <you're doing that. laughs> you see
3: the sweat pouring out of me now. i <laughs> take i <I'm gonna laughs> take one
1: of them and get it. <laughs> yeah.
4: oh, I'm so excited. I can't wait. So
1: excited. So we're recording this on a Thursday night. Mm. Yeah. After this, i think I can't record my manioki.
4: <laughs> okay. Should we all, like, be there? We'll film you. You can do it. No. We've got a smoke machine. I'll get my vape out for a smoke machine. <laughs> Steve
2: can drive the car with the door
3: open.
4: <laughs> <laughs> we can put, like, a wind machine to block... Oh, hold on a minute. You're bold, isn't it.
3: <laughs> we can do the Marilyn Monroe one where his skirt comes <laughs> off. It's <laughs> right. Okay. So,
4: I'm bold. You're slow. Oh, <laughs> all right.
1: So, just so you know, this, this ongoing joke for people listening is... Uh, just stay tuned for a Facebook Live where I race. It's not really much of a
4: race, people, is what I'm
1: going to say. All right? He's super confident, in this
4: geezer, which I get. That's his one of his masks. We've just spoke about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't admit the fact that I'm going to absolutely... I'm shaking. I'm shaking. Trust me. I'll be at the bar and he'll still be running. And that's what you need to worry about. And Sara will be sitting next to me with Like in a bikini, <laughs> like a ring girl, because I'm the champ with the flag wrapped around my shoulders, right? and it'll be live, so
1: don't he's worry. not for to enjoying this, not wife. <laughs> <he's out> <laughs> <laughs> anyway, lucky she's good for the banter. <laughs> yeah, Adam, wanna Because that's all it fucking is, Lee.
2: Who's <laughs> <laughs> swinging you, Lee? No one.
4: Oh, my <laughs> <laughs>
2: Adam, you done a fight recently? Yeah. Uh, come to see and, lost. Uh,
1: I came second. He came second. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Obviously I've signed up to that in November. Yep. So uh any tips?
1: Uh win? No.
4: Don't wear a plaster for eight weeks after no, You've got a, a, a broken flat. finger.
1: Um
4: In terms of like mate, you know, I just want to say one thing. You no know, whoever gets in a ring anywhere That's exactly I was gonna it go. takes a set of bollocks, so who cares who wins, who loses it's an achievement getting in there and simple as that you're getting in you have a fight just enjoy it that'll be my only advice to you. 100% and don't lose I
1: won't <laughs> my, my advice is do what I do I, I've done two fights the the most exciting thing that I most enjoy about them is it is a community event yeah. like it's an opportunity for people to get like it should be the mentor fight and it's an opportunity for the people that listen to this that are in the group to get together Agreed. because I think the thing that I've learnt by building expert trades is there is a great there's a great relationship you can build with people in a Facebook group mm. there's no better relationship you can build with people by sharing experience and meeting people mm. so I think you should use it as a as a driving force for, y- for you to on well, enjoy focus on have something to sort of work towards um, but get as many people there as possible oh, because get it all mental members yeah exactly it will it will be
4: like the expert tries Christmas dough literally the best party of the calendar year trust me I ain't even exaggerating people flying from like Belfast and stuff like Uh, that Scotland Quigley Quigley boy English are too many parting words yeah (laughs)
2: man parting words for everyone
3: Uh, stick to your dreams keep following the plan and just keep working on it not every day is going to be easy not every day is going to be successful there's going to be ups and downs but don't lose don't lose focus on what where you want to be and what you want to achieve Um, be vocal about it and it's okay not to be okay Woulda
4: tough one to follow that Um, (laughs) what he said (laughs) you know what one of my favourite sayings you don't have to be great to start but
1: you have to start to be great love that you can't line all these up and then (laughs) Jesus I
2: literally to be honest I just want to thank everyone especially in men talk Adam Callow expert trades but definitely in men talk just keep speaking um, keep opening up keep sharing let's just get as many men as we can to to speak openly about their feelings and uh, and thank you
1: so I think parting words as always is Adam Callow final thought (laughs) um trying not say something that's already been said good luck i would say the uh the biggest bit of advice i can probably give is spend less time thinking and caring about other people's opinions because the people that judge you are the people that you want to spend less time with anyway like don't wear a mask just be yourself and speak up and the people that resent it or don't like it fuck them off out of your life and spend time with people That's that great they, they bring you up love, love that and Those, and the don't people
4: George who others. mind don't matter the people who matter don't mind
1: nailed it
2: done
1: Mentor episode 3 thanks
2: for listening thanks for listening thanks people. for coming on the
3: show Adam yeah, great guest thank you
1: hey guys if you've made it this far through the show something has clearly resonated with you so head over to Facebook and join Men Talk. see what other guys are talking about You're not a snowflake. People are going through the same things too. And it's okay not to be okay.